Hey, welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. It's me, Stephen, uh, here to give you our little intro. Omega Jones, Critical Bard, is back with us um, once more, telling the story of Kassar as it intersects with Kaz and Basky. Uh, so we got a lot of fun stuff for you today. Um, unfortunately, Ian was not able to make it as well as Adelaide, but um, because of that, we'll have the episode this week and then uh, the following week, we're actually going to do another Patreon release of our uh, Patreon campaign, The Endless Dark, the Haunted Prison Break uh, campaign that we are running. Um, so that's just kind of a little a little housekeeping scheduling thing. Uh, as always, make sure you go to greenleafgeek.com, use code FAYFORGE at checkout to get some pretty click clacks or other merch, and go to foundfamiliar.com uh, and get some get yourself some delicious coffee and use the code FAYFORGE there as well. And make sure you check out the Fundamentals. Uh, we are really lucky to be a part of this network. Um, and they have some other great shows, lots of great articles, all your nerdy things you can find there. So um, check that out as well. And then uh, if you want to hear our Patreon campaign, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Academy. Sign up for as little as two bucks a month. Actually, technically, if you, if you sign up for a whole year, it's even less than that. I think you get a little discount if you sign up for a whole year. Um, you get access to everything. There's also a $5 tier and a $10 tier. You get access to the same things. Um, we know that everybody's ability to support uh, is different, and so we wanted to still give those who choose to support us monetarily um, access to the extra stuff we do. Uh, anyways, you're here to pl- listen to us play some D&D and tell some stories, so let's go do that. So, Kassar, Rain, Besky, and Kazan Ariadne are in the middle of this dream plane of, um, in the mind of Tahal Beheron, but also in this real plane, Ilanyali, the river of dreams. Blossom, uh, you are on the Scorned and Scant where you cast the dream spell. Uh, you've watched as your friends and acquaintance Kassar um, entered via plane shift into this world um, leaving the space around you um, literally entering into the dream you created Um, you have felt some weird um, powers and shifts that you've never felt before um, when you've cast dream um even when you had your um, the forgotten living inside of you it feels different than than his presence felt as well 
And as you can kind of see into this ring, you watched as rain pushed out into into um, beyond this restaurant that you created into this like wasteland. Um, you felt things pull in into that realm almost. Um, as the dream progressed, Tahal was even able to create a room um, as his dream naturally progressed. And just now, as you watched Kassar lean into Tahal, asking Tahal to show him these runes, another presence joined briefly. Something very powerful. Something that almost touched the mind of Tahal in that moment. Now, those of you still in the dream world, as Tahal says, audibly enough for any of you in this uh, sort of study area to hear, but specifically talking to Kassar, um, and not, not really noticing any of you up to this point, says, let's change the world. The dream around you begins to shift again. And Blossom, this is out of your control this time. It starts to shift into a place you've never been, you've never seen. Um, Besky, you're probably the only one who recognizes it. Um, you're deep within the gray docks, the place where airships and Nairin are built. Um, you're much deeper than sort of these, there's six essentially caves um, where one airship in, can be made in each of these. Um, they are connected below ground essentially um, by these elevators that go down into the depths of, if you're looking above Nairine, it's almost like this massive hole in the, in the island. Um, it just goes down. Um, at the bottom, uh, there is a door um, that you are all in front of. It's gold. There are very large runes imparted on each of it. There's no um, traditional way of opening or closing it. There's no handle, no um, clear like uh, mechanism. But in front of the door is a small, um, as you'd say, like a pedestal almost. Um, and on that is a circlet. And Tahal walks up to it and puts it on. As he does, his eyes kind of shift momentarily um, to this like um, arcane blue color that, that glows. As he does, the runes that are that are carved into this this door, this golden wall, essentially, um, all match that color. And it starts to crack open. Uh, Kaz, I believe, is invisible. Um, Rain and Besky. As you are not necessarily yet onto Hall's radar, um, what are you doing as this shape's as this space shifts around? Hmm. Um, I'm... So, Tahal and Kassar are together, and the three of us are back behind? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think... Um, I think I'm trying to just lay low. Uh, I already... 
think I already used my invisibility for this long rest, so I can't do that again, but I'm going to just uh, try to stay as inconspicuous as possible. If there's any, like, rocks or anything in this general vicinity large enough to obscure a fairy, I'm going to try. Okay, uh, give me a stealth check. Okay. Ooh, that's a 19 on the die Okay. for a 27. Nice. And Dusky, what are you doing? So for Tahal, he hasn't quite seen me yet or interacted with me in a sense, right? Correct. I would definitely um, give you some hand signals like to show you I'm going to hide so you know that I'm... I am actually going to... I changed my Eldritch Evocation as one of my level ups because one of them was like kind mm-hmm. of useless and like fell out mm-hmm. of favor. Um, so I'm going to use Disguise Self <gasps> at will. Um, and I'm going to look like the actual Prince of Nairin. Oh. Since we're, like, similar in age, and, uh... This just got juicy. Who's technically your cousin, right? That's right. Okay. We did, like, grow up together for, you know, up until I went to the Fae Forge. Is it a situation where, like, he's the heir and you're the spare? Or, like, is there yeah. not mm-hmm. a chance for Besky to ascend? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, there is. That's why it's, like, an ongoing, like, is it- oh, like, everyone kind of wants me to be the prince, but it's just, like, oh, you have one here. And he's yeah. not, I, I think the other prince is, like, he's all right, you know. Oh. Uh, uh, Totaka. All right. Yep. Damn. CB on our lore. <laughs> I love it. I had, I had I need to get deeds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember my cousin's name. And then he was like, I got you. I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to look like Tataka. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to appear to be them. Um, and, you know, kind of look like, uh, I'm going to like casually stroll up near the, Kassar and um, Tahal mm-hmm. and I'm gonna look like I'm just like looking around like taking it in kind of like mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm I, I, I yeah that's how I'm gonna start off I'm just gonna look like I'm casually like kind of peering at things and looking at things like as a general overview not looking at anything detailed but I'm like kind of like you know enter stage left just looking at stuff <laughs> like <laughs> Steven, can I manifest myself in the dream as a little bird on his shoulder? Yeah. Sweet. Absolutely. Uh, give me a uh, wisdom save. Lord, this dream's about to blow up around us. <laughs> oh my <laughs> this God. dream's about to blow up. No, no, no. It was a seven, not a one, but I had a brief moment of panic. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a 12. Okay. Uh, as you kind of start to project yourself into the dream, there is another shift that you feel and sort of just beyond the um, kind of the image of this scene that you're in where everything is shifting Mm -hmm. uh, that same void-like figure catches your eye and then in the back of your mind you hear a whisper do not interfere child oh (laughs) oh too spooky uh and that um and the voice that you hear that message in is 
calm and authoritative. It's not a suggestion. Uh, I speak back to the voice, if I may, and I say... You can certainly try. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I attempt to reconnect that uh, telepathic pathway and say back to the voice, I'm not a child. You take 18 psychic damage. Oh, gosh. Uh, and as, as that, I said, my boy, true mommy. true dummy mommy fashions. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Bob. <laughs> uh, but you are there as a bird. Cool. I'm a little white dove, for what it's worth. And and Besky, as you stroll up as Tataka, uh, as this these runes start to pulsate on on the wall, um, Tahal turns and looks at you and says, oh, "My my prince." Um, I'm. I didn't know you would be be down here. Is there something I can do for you? Uh, and and Kasar, you could you you would particularly being familiar with Tahal, you would see a very noticeable shift um, from sort of the arrogant confidence to someone very uncomfortable. Uh, and those of you in Nairine would know, and Besky, you would also be aware. Um, that that door that he's opening up, uh, guests aren't invited to, and so so he's like, so seeing seeing the prince there is oh gotcha no okay gotcha because he's the, got it mm-hmm. or they're the guests yes got it I'm just gonna say um uh, uh, no no carry carry on um I'm just mom and dad sent me to just learn about I'm I'm just learning did I see. Besky shift? Um, I think... Why don't you roll a perception check? <laughs> Twelve. Um, I don't know that you would you would have necessarily watched him because you've been pretty focused on Kassar as as the... And it sort of happened behind you. Um, focus I'm, on Dahl. Da- oh, Dahl, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're really, really focusing on yourself doing some... I work. Am. <laughs> um... I think then, in that moment, he would turn and he would be quiet. He knows this is a dreamscape, so it's not that he's scared, but he's more so why, like, why is he now dreaming about the prince? Mm-hmm. Why is the prince here? So he's just kind of tight-lipped and just watching. What's your spell save, DC, Besky? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, 17. Um, as you say that, Tahal's eyes narrow. <gasps> Gulp. Well, and Kassar, you you hear an, a shift of confidence kind of come back into his voice. Well, let's teach you something, my prince. <laughs> Don't like that. Um, as... did, did he say my prince like Kassar would say my prince? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Lord. As the door opens, uh, Tahal turns to... The two of you, in particular. Oh, my God. Um, and mostly talking to Kassar and says, There are seven people who have seen what you are about to see. With the two of you, that will be nine. Step carefully. How you are about to meet the Guardian. And as you walk through, this room is massive. It's, it's probably... It's circular. It's probably got a 200 foot radius and directly in the middle 
is about a 20-foot-tall, three-headed mechanical dragon. Um, it's glowing the exact same colors as Tahal's eyes. As you look closely on the circlet on his head now, um, there are tons of little runes, and you see these same runes almost flowing back and forth between um, Tahal and the Guardian. Kassar, remember when I said there's so much more we could do with the runes that we have? This was created at the founding of Nairine, using magic left over from the time of lore. We didn't make it. But this circlet allows whoever wears it to control this dragon, so that while we do what we need to do, we make sure that our secrets are protected. But it is alive because of the power of scribing of these runes. But we're not allowed to experiment because the queen shifts his eyes towards Besky and the rest of the royals are terror, are terrified. They're cowards. And then he says, he whispers to you, Kassar, but watch. And Besky, uh, this dragon, which has been kind of stoic and standing, it's three heads snap towards you. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it charges at you and stops mm. a half inch from your face. You can hear the mechanisms whirling inside of it. Um, you can feel heat just kind of boiling up in the back of this mechanized monster's throat. I snap my little bird beak at it <laughs> from my place on Besky's shoulder. I'm I'm gonna cower in fear. I, I'm not <laughs> Besky. Not not that afraid but I'm not supposed to be Besky and I don't know if the ruse is up. So I'm going to, I'm going to like duck and like, you know, like crouch down and like put my hands up and kind of like, uh, let out, let out a little like Gasparielle. And mm-hmm. then like, uh, you can give me a performance check at disadvantage. Rain oh, no. and cause definitely would have snuck in on uh, like, behind them so as the door opens and they start making their way in I, I definitely would have nudged cause and we would have started making our way in to follow them besky's not going anywhere alone mm-hmm. did cause ever give me uh let me look at my notes maybe i wrote it down i hope cause gave me like some sort of inspiration or I something at some i think he did i think he did give you a bardic inspiration okay 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 so what did my first roll do and then i'm gonna roll my second roll as a performance Oh my god. Disadvantage, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Morda. Michael, no! <laughs> Michael, no! We know, we know, we know, we know. We know. We need you to we roll. We know what happens. <laughs> Our, not, uh, not Michael roll. I got a Michael roll, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got a natural one. Yep. Uh, oh. <laughs> Baby. Uh, I'm back. This bad. Now, uh, Tahal looks at you as... Oh, my prince, that is a cute little trick. Yeah. Mm, Kassar, what would Besky Nevering? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? From this place. And his eyes are locked with you, Besky. I'm a- I'm gonna stand before, yeah. I'm gonna stand like a grown man before, <laughs> before this. <laughs> um, as he's standing, I think Kassar 
now putting two and two together. Uh, he kind of raises his brow, kind of crosses his arms. There is a subtle grin upon his face, as if this is amusing to him. Um, but he looks at the prince, Nee Besky. That is a conundrum. The prince that never was attempting to be the prince that is. For what is the question? What is your purpose? Damn it. I'm like in a pickle. <laughs> um, since I'm creating this dream, mm-hmm. um, can <coughs> I attempt to sh- shift this to a different location? Yes. What, um, where, where would you like to try to shift it to? Um, I want basically a, not even to shift, but just change basically the terrain. I want the floor to fall away between uh, Besky and the rest of, and Co and uh, Kassar and uh, Tahal mm-hmm. um, and the dragon. Essentially, I just want the floor and the walls to fall away. Um, and I want to create this sort of um, space where like they're both each on this rock structure uh with a separation uh and let's just say let's say the floor is lava <laughs> uh give me a uh spell casting roll uh spell attack bonus added to that or no uh yes oh okay great. then that's a dirty 20 um heating those words that are in your mind or not heeding those words that were placed in your Fuck mind. those words in my mind. <laughs> uh, the floor begins to fall away. You see um, in Tahal's face um, this kind of look of shock. And I need to roll one more check for him. Okay. He still doesn't know it's a dream because he rolled a natural one. Um. <laughs> uh, dumbass. Great. This is, <clears throat> this is intel- intelligence-wise, like statistically, one of the smartest NPCs I've ever created. <laughs> but the dice don't give a fuck um, there's this this look of shock um, of concern um, of um, oh shoot what's what's the right word confusion I guess uh, on his face as it's almost like these the space that um, Tahal and Kassar are standing on uh, as well as the dragon um, given that its neck is long its, its feet aren't actually right next to you Besky it's just its face one of its three faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like these two platforms of rock appear as, as the ground falls and they shift apart uh, as lava flows up. Um, um, I have a question though. So because cause and rain didn't actually get into that space yet, are we also in the new place? Or are we in the old place? Like how does that work? If the room was changed but we weren't in the room. I thought y'all said you, you came in after us. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to sneak up, but like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I assumed they were far away, so I didn't know we had gotten in yet. I was just trying to get us close to that scene. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were just kind of inside the door. They weren't, they weren't super far in. Gotcha. Um, the dragon, the dragon came to meet them. Ah, um, okay. So we're definitely not in then. Cause we're still behind them. Yeah. 
So you, you're kind of seeing into this, I guess, um, mm-hmm. watching kind of the, the structure outside um, becoming more unstable um, where you are. Uh, okay. And Besky, I'm going to put the ball in your hands as to what mm. you're doing. I think I just need to get out of there. So I'm like ruining the vibe. And I don't know if I've ruined the vibe completely. So... It's going to cost me a spell, but it's fine. Because we just need to get out. And it's a it's a spell that seems dreamy anyway. It's fine. Um, I think I'm going to cast Far Step. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to cast Far Step so I can just, like, teleport out of that area. And just, like... Uh, I don't know what the next, like, area is before that we got here. Like, how far the distance is between where I'm at now and, like, you know, the former, like, stages or scenes of Mm -hmm. this dream. Yeah, I'll say that when I created this place, um, the, like, rock structure that you're standing on, um, like, connects to the door that you walked in. So, like, that door is still there in that space. It's just that, like, uh there's not a lot of other stuff in this space now. There's that separation between you and the rest of an evil crew over there. Morally ambiguous crew. Um, <laughs> so I would say that I left an exit. If if that's okay, Stephen. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, so I don't know if it's... I, I'm going to go 60 feet that direction, like on the other side of a door. If I'm not on the other side of it, I'm just going to be like, however mm-hmm. I can get. Because I can do that in one... In one go, and I have this up for a minute, so I'm just gonna like just okay. skedaddle for a bit, just get out of there, just uh, not ruin the vibe. Give me a wisdom Hold save. Again. Yep, pain. Here we go. No, uh, 14. 14. Uh, as you teleport, you go further than you mean to than you think you mm-hmm. even can. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in your in your vision goes white for a second. And you're back on the scorned and scant. <gasps> you're not in the dream. <gasps> Very cool. I, I, I done teleported the whole way. <laughs> uh, is Blossom still as a bird there, or are we, are we both just out of it? Blossom's, Blossom still is a bird. Um, in the thing, in the- okay, yeah, which I believe, because you can't teleport others with far step, okay. Um, All right. Uh, so Blossom, the- your 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 projection is now just kind of fluttering about where it was. Um, is oh, go ahead. But my physical body is there on the scorned. Yeah, side. yeah. Blossom is Blossom is in. Now her- I can see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake uh, me up. <laughs> no. Me up, then we leave people in the dream. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 entrance to the dream is still there, right? Like right next to Blossom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But bef- before you go any further, um, sure. Rain and and Cause Besky is just gone. <laughs> Kassar and Tahal while this room has now been like kind of separated and filled with lava. Um, I done messed up, y'all. No, you're fine. No, you just made it more interesting. I just want to know that you would see, you would have seen as this stuff was going down, Kassar is a performer. So you think he's not about to play this role up. 
<laughs> so just just notate that he is team to hall right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I messed this up. <laughs> clearly, clearly, Kassar, you I, you had it all locked, and I, I <laughs> it's just dude, listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. You never know; it might something might have worked out. It might have been dope. Sure, right. it, might, it might have been. Yeah, you're right. It was a vibe. Sometimes the dice just decides. <laughs> Stephen did also say he was like, "Wow, you guys did a super unstable form of magic that might have consequences." Right. <laughs> That's wild. Um. But yeah, the 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 three of you who are still present in the dream. Oh, I guess Ariadne's there too. Um, the four of you who are still present in the dream physically. What are you doing? Um. Okay. Rain was bracing to run in, but because Besky looked threatened. But if Besky has like just evaporated, does it seem like Kassar is in, under immediate threat? No. Uh, then Rain's going to continue to lay low. And Blossom, you hear a voice once more in your head. I warned you. Do I hear it in the dream or in, like, my head on the scorded skin? Or does that matter? I don't think you would really be able to separate it. Okay. Um, not, not, the, not, the, not the perception warbles in movies where, like, <laughs> you're in two places and things are warbling and you hear the voice. Not <laughs> that. That's never good. Um, uh, Kassar. So Hall takes your hand and says, Fortune has given us the privacy that we require. Come. Uh, he, like, he, like, starts to look back. And does he see anyone? Um, give me another perception check. Rain rolled a real good stealth roll. Mm-hmm, not to one. No. Um, Currently, no. Well, that, 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 that makes the decision easier, unfortunately. Um, he says... As he grips um, Tahal's hand, would you like me to make sure that no one else interferes? He looks at the dragon. Looks at you and says, "If that would make you more comfortable." Mm, he squeezes a little bit. I'm already comfortable. I'm making sure that you are comfortable, considering you will be the next head artificer. I'm confident that uh, we'll be safe. He gives a little uh, squeeze again, like, Mm -hmm. all right, after you. Mm -hmm. He leads you on. The kind of where this room shifted, Blossom, unless you resist this, it starts to sort of shift back into its original shape. Um, I resist it. Okay. Uh, Then it it stays as it as it as it was. You feel it. You feel it start to move almost like it's his mind realigning what the space should look like. Mm hmm. But the lava stays, the kind of massive crack in the floor stays. As he moves on, the dragon retakes its place sort of at the center of this room. Beyond it uh, is another door. He, as he's each step closer, um, Kassar, his hand squeezes tighter and tighter, um, like almost in anticipation. You can feel his almost like this mixture of excitement and anxiousness, like almost as his hands shaking in yours as he's squeezing, his knuckles almost turning like white, or like especially where you look in, like his fingernails are are white. There's so much pressure um, in your hand. Uh, as we're holding hands, it's going to be like almost like, um, do I know 
I have an idea of like what his favorite flower would be. Sure. Whatever that flower is, because CB's not thinking of flower names right now. Uh, whatever that flower is, the petals of that flower are suddenly going to like uh, apparate um, uh, with this like glittery, like sparkly effect for a moment, and literally start to uh, surround our hand, almost like in an infinity sign, mm. uh, as it's just floating around, just subtly, just like, don't worry, right here. You feel him relax a little bit. Still still squeezing tight, but the shaking stops at least. He says, If anyone knows that I've brought you here, we will die. No one will know. And if they know, he like deliberately looks back. So to Hall sees him looking back, they won't remember. Forty feet away, Rain's like, what? What is that? What? <laughs> What's happening? Are we are we going or not? What? Uh, Tahal puts his hand on this next door, um, and it almost like folds back uh, into the wall um, in pieces. And in this room that it leads into, it's very clearly um, it's a forge essentially. In the center is this like blue hot flame in the center. Um, there's this piece of um, what you would recognize as fey iron. It's very, um, it's silver like, but you can see these veins of like blue and green and purple that flow through it. Um, and it's this, this probably six foot by two foot rectangular piece sitting in the middle of this, of this flame. You watch as the edges get get like molten hot it's in this mold so it doesn't like um, liquefy and fall into this flame and as it does that there's another smaller piece of metal just outside and Tahal goes and takes this small almost pen like tool and you watch as the circlet is on his eyes are glowing he closes his eyes and you can even even in this dream space you almost feel like this this ripple of magic pulse out from him um, and you see this small plate start to glow the exact same as the plate in the fire and he starts to write incredibly small um, these small different symbols and as each one writes it appears on this larger piece of metal in the flame um, this, this red hot looking glow in the middle of this metal bar um, and as he, as he goes, um, it feels like hours. It's probably minutes. Um, each one very precise. He's muttering words to himself. Um, and as he finishes, the flame dies down. Um, there's like a lever sort of to the side of this small plate he was writing on. He pulls, and the larger one lifts up and moves closer towards him. Um, just on the other side, there's a there's a, a large trough of water. It sits down. You hear that sizzle of flaming hot metal as it touches the water. Steam fills the, fills the room. Um, as it lifts out, though, all those runes that were imparted on this small plate, they're gone from the small plate, but they appear in that 
in that glowing hot look on the six foot piece of fey iron. Since that will make an airship fly. As soon as Rain hears that, starting to sketch and copy. Okay. Um, Rain and causes you look around this room further. Um, you can see there are um, plates that look the same as this multiple of them. And then um, there are textbooks lining underneath all these walls. And it's, it's a very, I should have explained this a little bit better. It's essentially a hexagonal shaped room. Um, so six walls. Um, and on each of the walls, um, there's, there's a desk and then one of these plates above. Um, and to at least your untrained eye, they all look the same. And then on those desks are parchments and books and, <clears throat> and other things all related to whatever it is Tahal is doing. Tahal turns back to you, Kassar. It's so simple. We take this plate, we fuse it with the whole of a ship, and this tells that ship that it can fly, that it can be weightless, that it's not held by gravity. The same way um, and he points to the runes in the circlet that these runes tell that dragon that it can breathe, that it can fly, and that I am its master. But we only use it for ships. So, and he's like looking at the, 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 the slab and the runes and everything. So it's the runes and not the slab, yes? The slab must be fey iron. It has some stronger magical properties to allow us to impart the runes while it is hot. Um, but the runes, I suppose you could do it on, on other such objects. I guess I don't, uh, this is not my forte and it's just so fascinating. You impart these runes upon this fey iron, heating it up to a certain point. Then what, you connect the two? You say words? I don't understand how the knowledge from this slab en engraved with these runes then becomes a part of a ship. I don't, I, I, have, I can't see the connection. <sighs> no. I apologize, I, am, I do not have your brain. No, it is, it's fine. It's scribing is what we call this. Um, and the minute that this is attached, simply all it needs is bolts. It needs to be touching the whole of the ship. The runes that I wrote are very specific, talking about what contents, materials the ship is made of, the shape of the ship, the... Um, I mean, if you haven't noticed, our ships are very cookie-cutter. They're not... Um, they don't have that artistic flair of, of different designs. But that is because these runes have to be written exactly in a certain way. And if you start to stray from that, um, for example, perhaps if he points to, to a couple runes, this specific phrase here uh, deals with the type of wood. If we use the wrong type of wood in the ship, or if I change this, in conjunction with the rest of what I've written, 
only the metal from the ship would fly, and the ship would get ripped apart piece by piece. It changes the belief of the material itself. Okay, real talk. I know no one sees this, but Rain is jaw dropped. This is more information than I ever got going to school. So I am (laughs) (laughs) slowing down, trying to be so perfect and so precise. Like this is, my mind is blown. Mm -hmm. Given some instructions from uh, our good friend Ian, I would like you, Rain, to roll a sleight of hand for for our friend Kaz. For cause, is he trying to steal stuff? Yes. He's trying to eat. Uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read exactly what he wrote to me. Uh, while we're in the dreamscape, cause would definitely be trying to steal as much stuff as possible. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I think I'm like copying this down. I'm gonna lean over. Have you ever heard anything quite so re- cause? Cause? And this invisible dwarf has wandered off. That, okay, I sh- that's a nat 20. That is not a lie. That is not. <laughs> it's like, get ready for this nat one and we all get bamfed, but okay. nat 20. Okay. I don't know what his modifier is. because A sleight of hand is four, so 24. But with, with a nat 20, um, he's got like... You see, you see on some of these desks, like books, just sort of disappearing <laughs> into his coat. <laughs> um, you see, you see these these rolls apartments apart of parchment, um, kind of float off the desk. You presume that as they get into his coat or pocket, then they vanish. Um, he does that a few things, but um, Kassar and Tahal are, are deep in conversation. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm just going to try to keep doing what I'm doing because uh, we had one job to do. <laughs> and going to try. Give me, Rain, give me a, um, give me just a straight dex roll. Uh, gulp? Okay. I have anything that's going to help me here. <laughs> that is a fat no. Okay. There's that nat one. <laughs> Uh, in your inventory, uh, can you put... No, I cannot. <laughs> poorly copied plans? No! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Rip. Uh, and, and I will say a big part of that is because there are very, very subtle um, additions to each rune that, to the untrained eye wouldn't even necessarily seem as important or or might even seem like an accident or oh that's super not valid. even not even notice them and so um rain being the untrained eye um is is trying their best what do you mean tattoos don't translate into runes what do you mean by that steven <laughs> can can i as we're talking uh because he's not going to like draw anything out anything like that because he's not he doesn't want to say like he's just taking the knowledge even though mm-hmm. he is taking in knowledge uh but like you know sometimes like if you want to like uh figure out an equation you just like write it on yourself uh mm-hmm. just to make sure you understand it um i think he's seeing these runes and watching the intricacies of them um and he's just gonna like like copy that idea onto like him, like just standing there just kind of like writing it on himself so he gets mm-hmm. a, gets in the vibe so he can actually accurately um redo it or retell it uh, to yeah. someone else. Well, uh, and and as you're doing that, Tahal, Tahal, as you're as you're sort of copying those down, we'll we'll be very careful with with like, oh, like on this symbol, you need it needs to go B 
be twice as long as as whatever. Okay, I, I was thinking it was like writing it on my leg, just like talking, as it gets like just kind of like a, a remembering thing versus an actual thing. But I'm also oh. fine with doing it out loud. In the oh well, that's well, that's what I mean. If, okay. if, if you're writing it on your leg, he's 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 noticing it. Oh, okay, got um, to, got to, got to. It's almost like he's in, um, like whenever you talk to someone who is is like hyper fixated on like their thing. Yeah. Like that's the mode that, that Tahal is in. Um, like he's, he's just nerding out as hard as he can explaining every intricacy he can to you. Um, 100%. And I just want you to know, um, I could roll a side of hand or I could tell you my passive. Um, just, just to, to for, for the, for the copying. Mm-hmm. Um, just that, to, that's just, just a straight decks with it, with advantage though, because, because he is, he is being very helpful. Natural 20. Okay. Yeah. With you, the BLM dice because Black Lives Matter. So as you as you as you're copying that, you also you also uh the Void Mother, um, you feel her presence. My mommy. Over over your shoulder. Uh no one no one else sees her. She's it's just that that feeling of her presence. Uh just over your shoulder. Um uh, also absorbing the information almost for you. Um Good. Almost like it's getting imprinted into your mind. So I can't forget. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just no. in case. You're like almost having a you're almost having like a Neo Matrix moment as she's whispering <laughs> and like the room comes alive. Um and as I will say, as as you are learning these runes, as Rain is copying them down, uh, as Kaz is hoarding as much information as possible. Uh, we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on the Fayforge Academy. <gasps> Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. 
Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The FaithForge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Is my void mommy talking to someone else? What? Hey, Excuse you? Like what? <laughs> I'm the favorite. <laughs> nah, she feels your void mommy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Our void mommy comrade. <laughs> <laughs> no quiero void mommy. Oh. <laughs> Let me. In.